Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. In other words, if He has made you alive, if you are spiritually alive by the power of the Holy Spirit, well then you need to be walking according to the Holy Spirit. You need to be led by Him, not by your desires. When you learn new information, it changes how you proceed. If you learn that vitamin D is essential, you'll probably try to spend more time outside. In the same way, Pastor Robert reminds us today, our lives should alter if we're following Christ. You become privy to information that should change the way you look at everything. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 26 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. We were all disdainful of God's great love, betrayers, one and all, and yet he loves us. And it's easy to forget Jesus loved Judas, too. To the very end, at the moment of the betrayal, I believe Jesus was giving to Judas the opportunity to repent. Now, we're going to look more at this next week as we continue in Matthew chapter 26. But when Judas actually came with the soldiers of the priest, when he came to the Garden of Gethsemane to betray Jesus, you know, to turn him over, he greeted him with a kiss And Jesus greeted Judas as a friend. He called him friend. Incredible. But you know what's also incredible? John even implies pretty clearly that none of the others knew that Judas was the traitor. They didn't know Judas was a traitor. Jesus had never treated Judas any differently, apparently. He even gave to Judas the power to heal the sick and cast out demons and to represent him out in the world. If you look at Matthew at the end of chapter 9, beginning of chapter 10, we're told very specifically that Judas was given power by Jesus to go out and minister in his name, even even power to heal the sick and, and cast out demons. You see, right up until that final day, Judas had appeared to be sincere in following and serving the Lord Jesus. Apparently, when he sent them out to preach, you know, when he sent them out and gave them power like he did there at the end of Matthew chapter 9 and beginning of chapter 10, apparently Judas went with the other 11 and and did what they did. He did what he was sent out to do. I say that because the other 11, they seem to have had no idea that Judas wasn't really with them. He kept up a really good act. 
He must have been there listening intently when Jesus was teaching. He must have been ministering to the crowds right alongside Peter and Andrew and James and John. He must have appeared to be all in and just as awed when Jesus was multiplying the loaves and the fishes and and giving them to the 12 to distribute. Judas was distributing those miraculously multiplied loaves and fishes on that Galilean hillside. But all the while, Judas was focused primarily on himself. What was in it for him? Remember, the Bible tells us that all 12 of them argued more than once about who was going to be the greatest in that coming messianic kingdom. So Judas wasn't alone in his selfish ambitions, but Judas took it to another level. Judas took that to another level. I wonder why. You know, I was thinking about why. Why? We're not told. We don't know for sure. But I, I, think that, I think that just maybe in the end, Judas was scared. You know, many of us are scared right now. Many, many of us are afraid of what's coming, afraid of this sickness, afraid of, of coming down with this coronavirus, or more likely just afraid of, man, what's going to happen to the economy? They're shutting down everything and everybody. They, how are we going to survive? How are we going to get by? And, and, and we're frightened and, and we're, we're afraid. Maybe Judas was afraid that he'd pick the losing side between this Messiah and the chief priests and the Pharisees and the people in, in positions of political power in Jerusalem. Maybe he feared that the Pharisees and the chief priests were the ones who were going to come out winners in what he apparently viewed as a contest for control in Israel. We don't know all the details. What we know for sure is that Judas surrendered himself to selfishness. He surrendered himself to selfishness. Now, we all deal with that temptation because it's a natural part of the human condition to think of me first, think of my family first. You know, a friend of mine was telling me a a story just a couple of days ago about going to Target to pick up a few items first thing in the morning, said it was early in the morning, and they're standing in line, you know, managed to get one thing of toilet paper after being out of toilet paper for 10 days in her house, and and, uh, she's standing there, but the paper towels they had an employee that was standing there at the checkout line, and when it was your turn to, to get up to the belt at the checkout line, the employee would give you one pack of paper towels, you know, like four rolls or whatever. And she said, as she's standing there, the employee had one pack of paper towels left, and, and this lady cut in front of her and grabbed that pack of paper towels out of the employee's hand. And she said it, for, it took a minute, you know, it, was, it didn't register with her what was taking place. You know, she didn't realize, wait, that's my, that's my pack of paper towels. Give that back. She didn't realize that. But the lady in front of her saw it. She'd already paid for her paper towel. So she tore her package open and gave my friend one roll of paper towels. What a contrast. See, that's Judas jumping in front, grabbing, I'm going to get mine. And the other's Jesus. No, let, let me share what I have. Even if we don't have very much with which to share, right? Right now in this coronavirus pandemic, some of us are surrendering to fear and selfishness rather than trusting Jesus and responding in faith. You know, in Christ, we're taught that we need to crucify those self-serving impulses. We need to put them to death. We need to choose service over selfishness. 
We need to choose. By his grace, in the power of the Holy Spirit, you and I can choose to serve rather than to take. Galatians chapter 5 Verses 19 through 25 teach us, now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. Now, I love the fact that the Apostle Paul, in the, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he makes it clear. He's like, I'm not trying to give you an exhaustive list here. All of this kind of junk is what I'm talking about. All of this kind of, of stuff. And then he concludes it. He says, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. See, there's this mistaken idea that grace is going to cover. No, no, no. He's, he says, listen. There is no grace for rebellion. If you don't even know Jesus, if the Spirit of God is not resident within you and you're practicing, you're practicing these kinds of things, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. But, verse 22, the fruit of the Spirit, in other words, evidence of His presence, the fruit of the Spirit is love. Now, that's it's singular, not plural, okay? The fruit of the Spirit is love. And if there's love, there will also be joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. In other words, if He has made you alive, if you are spiritually alive by the power of the Holy Spirit, well, then you need to be walking according to the Holy Spirit. You need to be led by Him, not by your desires. Right now, you and I are living through what may very well, hopefully, it's, this is like the, the hardest thing we're ever going to have to live through. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please 
prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.